skirts and sweaters, salt lamps in assorted shapes, aromatherapy bath and shower products, unique Christmas cookies and candy gift sets, African baskets, and so much more. It's the ah, it's exactly what I wanted shopping place. The Health Nut and Sheridan's 5th Street Mall. Is your car ready for winter weather? Not sure? Well, take it to Midas Tire and Auto for a free 32-point inspection that focuses on winter needs like batteries, belts, hoses, antifreeze, and tires. If something needs repaired, Midas will give you a quote. So no obligation. From basic maintenance to major repairs, Midas is ready to keep you safely on the road this winter season. Schedule now before the worst of winter weather hits. Protect yourself and your family with a quick trip to Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. This is Ken here at Prime Rate Motors. We understand everybody's situation is different. Not everyone that comes to Prime Rate Motors is looking for a new vehicle. We also sell and install GR brand flatbed conversions and Krogman bale feeders. Looking for a trailer? We offer a complete line of GR, Wilson, Merritt, flatbed, stock trailers, even tandem axle enclosed cargo trailers. Stop in. Let's work something out. Here at Prime Rate Motors, the Super Trailer Store, or PrimeRateMotors.com. Tax planning is not just tax preparation. With the changes due to tax reform over the last few years, you need a tax planner to ensure you are getting the most value for your business. We offer advisory services customized to your needs to help maintain financial viability while achieving future goals. Come see us today. Parker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. If you think the only job at the radio station is in front of a microphone, you're missing out on some great opportunities. Sheridan Media's positions include advertising sales, promotions, business administration, journalism, IT, graphic arts, engineering, and more. Find out about career opportunities by visiting the Broadcasters Virtual Job Fair December 13th through December 17th at broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. This job fair will provide information about jobs available in the broadcast industry as well as specific positions at Shared Media. You'll have the opportunity to apply for great jobs online to begin your career in Wyoming's exciting broadcast industry. Cyberspace is never limited. Stop by the Wyman Association of Broadcasters Job Fair. Sponsored in part by Shared Media at broadcastersvirtualjobfair.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. Brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, a winter storm is raging outside. This winter storm is in effect until 5 a.m. Thursday morning. They've got uh, warnings up all over for you. Periods of moderate to heavy snow. Uh, Total snow accumulations are estimated to be between 10 and 16 inches. This storm covers all of Sheridan and Johnson counties. And this morning, I am snowed in place over here in Buffalo. But over the phone, I am joined 
by Sage Community Arts Executive Director Jill Benson. Good morning, Jill, and thank you for stepping in. We were going to have uh, Lieutenant Jorgensen on with the Highway Patrol, but as we can all assume, he has his hands full right now. So thank you, Jill, for jumping in. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so happy to be part of this this morning and uh, tucked in also in this snowy, snowy, snowy weather. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not even down at the office this morning. I, I did make that trek, uh, and when I oh, there you trek, go. I drove. So uh, I did figure out how to drive again today instead of walking everywhere. You know, trudging out to the car in uh, over. Uh, almost calf deep in some places. I was like, you know, we will drive today. That that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right now, right outside of my door. Unfortunately, the way that my home is positioned, I'm the one who gets all the snow drift on my sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I'm done with the show, I'm going to be just like the rest of us outside, shoveling this stuff away. Yes, I, I made a little pass this morning and then called to my husband. The rest is for you, honey. So that's what he today. <laughs> oh, currently you have a members pop-up show on the walls. Can you uh, remind us what that is? Yes. Uh, so this is, it was started last year, and it was our way to give even more wall space, more gallery space to our beloved and insanely talented sage artist members uh, and so it's the pretty much goes it starts beginning of december runs through uh, into the new year just a little bit and every single piece that is on the podiums on the walls is by a sage member new and old young and experienced and the quality and dedication and amazing diversity of art that we see come into this show is absolutely stunning. We had so many of our artists turn up this year to, to be part of this because they saw how successful it was last year and what it did for a, a wonderful end-of-year holiday season community show. And uh, to take that another bit further with the community aspect, the each week leading up to Christmas, we had three different nonprofit partners. Uh, and those days that they came in for the open houses, we split the sage side of the commission with them uh, to give back to them. And so they they brought in new people to sage, and we brought new exposure to them also. And so last week was the kickoff of the uh, open houses and we partnered with NAMI and then had our musical talent was Aspen Grove Studios. And we had over 90 people just that one night in the gallery and so much art was bought, so much talent was sought in the visual and the performing arts. Uh, It's really fascinating and wonderful to see how much support this community gives to uh, all of our artists, but especially our young artists, whether it be in visual or performing arts, that just everyone showed up to support the amazing talents of our artists. So this year, it, it sounds like you're making quite a few sales of uh, community member art. Uh, it, are sales up this year, or does this seem like it's an average type of year? Uh in comparison to last year, uh, and I've said this a few times last year in some stuff I wrote, that 
there was this energy that was palpable last year coming right out of 2020. And so there was so much, like there was um, a lot of events happening, a lot of art being sold, a lot of uh, different ideas trying to be uh, executed and put out there. And so it, it was a, a different energy last year. And I think what we felt this year is people are, are starting to feel okay, I, I think we can go back to a bit of a, a normal CEO, say that with some quotes around it, but definitely not quite the pandemic, but like, can we can we be out and grow out? Can we do stuff? And then as this year has also shown us, so sales are a little more typical pre-pandemic. They aren't as strong as they were last year. And I think a big part due to that, that um, and I'm saying overall, but now that we've hit the member show, we have almost exceeded our sales of last year's member show, and we're only uh, 13 days into it. So the rest of the year was a little slower. This end of the year pop-up show is showing to be one of our strongest in the last several years that we've had, which is, again, another shout-out to the talent that our members bring in how well they're sharing what they're also doing because we've seen so many of our members uh they're helping promote us as well and what they're doing like i have a piece here this is what's going on this is how i'm part of the community and it was really quite fun uh several of the pieces the artists had posted on their social media this is what i'm going to be bringing to the pop-up show and they were already claimed before they got here. So. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, that's fantastic. They, and they still, I really appreciated. They still wanted the sale to go through stage because they they understood how much more that, you know, what else that was speaking to. And um, and we have many of the collectors also. They want to purchase the pieces through stage because not only do they support the artists and the community, but they support what Sage is trying to do for artists and the community. So we've been, uh, every day that we've been open, we have had a sale, uh, which is very, very exciting. Doesn't always happen that way. Uh, sales are um, projected to, to beat or at least meet, but I'm thinking they'll beat what we did last year, which is super exciting for all of my artists because many of them, this is the first time they've had, either something to sell or a, a space to hang their art. Absolutely. And, and I know an artist who, who created so much during the lockdown of the pandemic. Uh, you know, it, it was, it was her way to basically project her feelings, uh, maybe deal with everything. Um, and so some of the art that she produced is, is just wonderful but I do feel that your organization and a lot of nonprofits around uh, the city, uh, geez, around the country, had what I like to call like a rubber band effect, where, you know, the tension was just building, 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 building. And then when we were all allowed outside, someone let go of one end of that rubber band and everything tried to catch up with itself. And so we saw mm -hmm. a lot of different things in regards to sales. Uh, attendance records were set. It's just everybody had been cooped up for so long, and that tension was building. And so finally, when we were all allowed outside again, everything just kind of exploded. But it is oh, good to hear. 
you know, those the, the membership uh, having a higher sale rate this year than, than usual, which I really like because that's not only for the, the, the organization itself, but that's really the community stepping up, stepping in, supporting their local artists. And as you said, some of these people are brand new to the game. Exactly. And that's, it's so fun to see how it's talking to some of our other collectors when they talk about the art that they've purchased so much of it is, you know, they'll say 70% of the pieces they've bought is because of the connection they've made with the artist. And that's exactly what we're seeing for sale is People are coming in and they're recognizing the names like, I just had coffee with them. Oh, my gosh, I've, I went to school with their kids. And they then have this next personal connection or they've learned something new about their community member of, I didn't know they, I didn't even know they painted or they're now doing abstracts. I had no idea. And they get so excited to see this other intimate way that they get to connect with a community member and that they can, you know, I strongly believe that any piece of art, you've put your heart and soul into it. You've left a piece of yourself in that creation and that you're allowing someone then to take that. It's again, you've, you've made this visual physical connection. And uh, that's exactly what we're trying to, to help cultivate here with building that community through these beautiful visual pieces of art. And through building that, uh, showing the diversity that art can have to a community, and that's so much why we want to partner with our non-art nonprofits for uh, our open houses, just to show how we can integrate into our other partners and um, how else they've connected to the arts. So this week on Thursday the 15th, Hopefully the, the snow will be abated a bit by then and we can all move about. And to warm up, you can come in to our second open house that we'll be hosting with the uh, Sheridan chapter of the Combat Vets. And uh, talking with one of their members, he was saying that his grandfather was a full-time artist. And so he understands, I mean, he has personal relationships to what the art has done for a family, for transition, as his father or grandfather was also a vet, and to have that other outlet to be able to um, process through. And so we'll, uh, they will be coming in. They're very excited, and we're very excited to join with them. We have not worked with them in the past. And uh, our musical talent this week will be the wonderful and fabulous Jane Perkins. Um, we will have a smattering of different beverages and um Treats. It's also the same night as the Wise Men's Night Out by DSA, and um, part of the stuff that Sage will be hosting again to to further cultivation of community building. We were gifted two tickets by the Wild Theater to their Saturday con- uh, concert by Due West, and so we will have a drawing this week so anyone who stops into the braves the snow and stops into the gallery will be entered into a drawing for those concert tickets you know joe i i applaud how how well uh you've coordinated all of these great partnerships uh within the community and and we're able to see as you said 
how art connects with things that we wouldn't even have put on the same page, but how art can reflect certain feelings that, you know, as a veteran myself, uh, I've done some paintings to help deal with certain things in the past. And, and I can see that I can see how art veterans and, and processing information through your heart, through your mind, it can all come out onto a canvas or become a pot or, or a clay uh, vessel of some sort to really reflect that. And, and I do want to say, you know, Sage is truly a community arts organization. And on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Federal Bank and Trust is committed to our community. Beginning in January, we'll be donating $1,000 cash each week for 52 weeks to a qualified Sheridan County nonprofit organization. And Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. First Federal is one of two mutual banks in Wyoming, which means they don't pay stockholders. They reinvest your funds right back into the place we call home. Visit efirstfederal.bank for details. Community commitment presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and they're now hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, craters, and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's Open Opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com. We're giving away $2,500 in gift cards. Ho, ho, ho. Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Beginning Monday, December 19th and every day until Friday, December 23rd, we're giving away $500 in gift cards every day. $10.50 winners each day for five days for $2,500 in gift cards. That's right. Come in and register every day. Our first $500 in gift cards will be given away starting Monday, December 19th. Merry Christmas from all of us at the Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Shop the Sheridan Media Christmas Auction. It's online right now. Get gifts for everyone on your list. Dining certificates? Check. Spa certificates? You bet. Local retail merchant gift certificates? Yep. They're on the Christmas auction, too. Home and garden projects, outdoor fun, it's all there on ShredAmedia.com Christmas auction. You can choose to be notified if you're outbid, and you can also place your high bid with your initial bid so you don't have to keep checking back. It's easy. The Christmas auction, it's live now. Ho, ho, ho from ShredAmedia.com. Auction ends December 15th. Hi, this is Elizabeth. And JT with EBA Hearing and Sound. Hearing well is living well, and we're here to help. Not only are we able to provide premier hearing aid technology with Bluetooth and AI, but we can address the environment in which you are hearing. Our sound consultation services tailor solutions to fit your needs. Whether at work, at church, or at home, if you're struggling to hear, we can help. Call EBIA Hearing and Sound today, 674-8920. That's 674-8920. It's time once again for Letters to Me. Just click on the saddle letter button on sharedmedia.com and type in your child's letter to me. Every Friday morning, Central will read all the letters received that week live during the 7 a.m. hour on the Tommy and Bell Coyote Morning Show. 
just in time for Christmas. One good little boy and good little girl whose letters to Santa were read on the radio will be chosen to receive a special toy courtesy of Kid Curious. Santa would also like to thank Buckingham Lumber, Sheridan Recreation District, and Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate for this special Christmas hotline to me. So all you moms, dads, grandpas, and grandmas, go to SheridanMedia.com and click on my Santa Letters button. Ho, ho, ho. That'll open a place for your kiddos to write their letters to me, or you can help them. Thanks again to Kids Curious, Buckingham Lumber, Sheridan Recreation District, and Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate. Ho, ho, ho. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning I'm snowed in over here in Buffalo, but... In Sage Community Arts is Sage Community Arts Executive Director Jill Benson. I've got her on the other line, and we're talking about a members pop-up show down there at Sage right now. You can head down there and see some of your own community members' art. That's right. You might even recognize a name or two up on that wall. And if you do, and you're inspired, all of the art is for sale. Now, Jill what are the different medium types that have come in uh, from members so far uh, during this show? Uh, really, anything you can uh, you would like to see. We have ceramics, we have wood, we have every sort of medium for jewelry, from metals, precious metal, clay, leather, rawhide, beads, uh, and in all sorts of rings, tendons, necklaces. And then once we turn to our wall art, we have our acrylics, watercolors, gouache, uh, textiles in various different forms. So if there is something you're looking for, we most likely will have that piece. And another great thing, since these are our members and we have that local connection to them, so many of them do commission work. If you see a style you like, but it's maybe not quite the colors you're looking for, quite the subject, we can get you in contact with them and you can get that custom-made commissioned piece that works so perfect in your space and home. So we really encourage you to come down here and at least see the styles that are that are here, but our members are really, uh, they have a, a, we're working to help, you know, let them know what's selling, but also they have this really great, uh, innate talent to tune into the, what the community's kind of looking for. And they bring a diversity from very realistic to beautiful abstracts to, uh, kind of pretty much everything in between. So if there's something that tickles your fancy, we will have it for you. You know, uh, I think I've actually shared it before, but my favorite style of painting is is Impressionist. Uh, I'm a big Vincent Van Gogh fan. Um, you know, when I saw his work as a kid in junior high, it changed what art was for me. And through that connection, you know, it's it's just odd because one artist can truly open your eyes to an entire world of art. And mm-hmm. I owe all of that to a, a single junior high arts teacher who simply made, you know, a commitment where he said, by the time you leave this classroom, you will at least be able to identify a few artists. And I've always really appreciated him for that because... 
as I said, art was very stuffy. It was something that only rich people dealt with. It was something that only, you know, real eclectic people created. And, and, and I always felt like that just, it, it wasn't a world that I was part of. But one artist transformed that for me. And it's great to hear that so many different types of mediums are being produced right there in Sheridan. Um, you know, we've got artists who can make everything from great works of, of metal work to, to mm. quilting, you know, it, and, and I just, I find it so fascinating. You find a material, you can produce something great. Uh, how many pieces were turned in, Jill? Oh, we at least had over 130 pieces. And oh, that, wow. Uh, some of our podium pieces, we, you know, due to the jewelry and stuff, we allow them to have a little different turnover time. But uh, I kind of based it off of how many gallery tags we had to print off and stick on the wall, which was over 130. So we have told <laughs> uh, that we had two spaces to be able to spread it, uh, put up all the art, and I – you know, again, toot the horn of my staff and myself. Uh, we put up a very beautiful show, and it, you know, it it also makes it a little easier when you have such beautiful work come in. And again, it always fascinates me what kind of energy the our artists are working off of because we had different collections of colors that came in, some beautiful blues to some really summery colors. But so it just flows so lovely in here. It really does. Jill, I got to let you go, but I greatly appreciate you stepping up today. Thank you so much, and best of luck. Uh, I hope the weather cooperates with your reception. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Floyd. When we come back, we'll speak to the Hub on Smith. This is Public Pulse on 103.9 FM and 930 KROE, Sheridan. Federal Bank and Trust is excited to announce the First Federal Community Commitment Program. Each week for 52 weeks starting in January, First Federal will select a Sheridan County nonprofit who will receive $1,000 in cash, plus Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. You can find an entry form at any First Federal Bank location or online at efirstfederal.bank. If you've received a donation from First Federal in the last three years, you're automatically entered into the drawing. Community Commitment, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. Champion Funeral Home is dedicated to providing compassionate and personalized service to your families. They provide support, personable care, and affordable prices to Sheridan and Johnson County and surrounding areas. Champion Funeral Home has been family-owned and operated since 1911. They will comfort you in your time of need and provide your family with a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Contact Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6369. Is that pain in your shoulder keeping you up at night? Are you feeling numbness and tingling in your hand? Has your neck or back acted up coming off the mountain? Sheridan Ortho excels in the diagnosis, treatment, and surgery of the upper extremities and spine. The team of surgeons at Sheridan Ortho offer cutting-edge care in sports medicine as well, including minimally invasive procedures like hip arthroscopy and regenerative therapy. Sheridan Orthopedics serves the community with emergency care 24-7, 365, and has for over 50 years. Some same-day appointments available. Visit SheridanOrtho.com. 
Hi, this is Colton Bates with The Best Team bringing you this week's best tip. It's officially the start of the holiday season and it's time to gather with your family and friends. But we all know how difficult it can be to travel in the Wyoming winter and traveling safely is easier said than done. So some simple steps. Use something like the Wyoming 511 app to check your road conditions before you or your company takes off. Leave a little earlier in the day to avoid driving at night and take it at your speed. It's the holiday, so don't feel rushed. And if you're flying, get there early and don't miss your flight. For more helpful tips, call Colton at 675-BEST and visit bestwy.net. Wrap Plumbing and Heating can handle any job you have, big or small. From new construction to a pesky leaking toilet, the professionals at Wrap Plumbing and Heating are here to assist you. Trippy faucet? Sure. New shower hardware? No problem. Plumbing an entire new house? For sure. Logs that need snaked? Oh yeah. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has not met a job they can't handle. Too big a crap? Call Dan Rapp at 429-1196. Veterans, there's a new law called the PACT Act, which expands VA health care and benefits for millions of veterans and their survivors. Join the VA for a resource fair this Friday, December 16th from 7 to 10 a.m. at the Hub on Smith to learn more about it and other benefits. They'll also have free grab-and-go breakfast and coffee for veterans as well. Don't miss it. You'll receive very valuable information regarding the PACT Act, which expands health care for veterans and their survivors. It's this Friday from 7 to 10 a.m. at the Hub. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. And due to the snowstorm, we're calling in on the show this morning. Now, I want you to know that the Hub is a place for all generations of residents and visitors of Sheridan. They do offer senior care programs as well as entertainment and continued learning. Joining me from the Hub on Smith is the Director of Operations, Ryan Landis, and Director of Development, Meredith Sopko. Good morning, Ryan and Meredith. Good morning, Floyd. Good morning, Floyd. Good to be with you again this morning. I greatly appreciate both of you being able to work with us this morning. Uh, I know there's a bit of a delay, but uh, I'll try to be very specific with uh, who I'm asking what of. And, And so, Meredith, I will start with you. How was the Thanksgiving holiday at Down at the Hub? Oh, it was great. We had a wonderful Thanksgiving meal um, that was attended. I mean, gosh, Ryan, how many people did we have, would you say? Probably 150 to 200 meals were served in-house, and then about 250 to 300 were served with our home-delivered meals program. Oh, wow. It was, wow. Yeah. Yep. It was wonderful. And lots of help from community members and serving. And um, it was just, it was just really a lovely day. And then of course we had Christmas stroll on Friday and um, boy, our urban thrift store was crazy busy. Ryan and I were both there as well working and we had a wonderful day. We had a, we had gosh, one of the best sales days we've ever had in the store. So all in all, our Thanksgiving holiday and weekend were excellent. Wow. Uh, uh, now, Ryan, those numbers, uh, you know, it always surprises me how many folks head on down to the hub for these uh, holiday celebrations together. You know, it, it, in this day and age, well, I think this is probably, you know, any day and age, but people 
might not be able to get to be with their families. And so they go to their backup family, their friends, their, their cohorts down at the Hub on Smith. Uh, uh, what was the environment like walking in there? You know, it was, it was uh, what I expect out of a normal Christi- uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving holiday meal, you know, where, where people were gathered uh, around tables. Some of them had family members who were visiting from out of town, and they had brought them for a meal there uh, to experience the community that they're a part of on a daily basis. So we had those bringing family from out of town to, to eat and to meet their friends that they have. You had people that maybe don't have relatives or family here in town that were here with the community that they're a part of on a daily basis, around tables, uh, laughing and enjoying camaraderie and time together. Uh, my family, my wife, my child, and I were here volunteering and serving, and so we had an opportunity to eat and to just spend time with folks uh, uh, in, in a way that we've enjoyed uh, spending Thanksgivings over the years, which was volunteering and giving back. And so it was it was for us what a normal Thanksgiving holiday has become, which is about community and about family. And it was it was very evident that that was what people were here to celebrate, you know, to around tables and conversations and uh, in thanks uh, together, just being with the people they they are in community with on a daily basis, but then a wider community that was there with family members who have been brought to experience that that place that their their loved ones come. You know, and I think it's fantastic because we do traditionally think of the family gathered around the long table, people made long drives, and and reconnecting. But it's to me, the hub has become. You know, the candle in the window for those individuals who were like, you know, I need some place to feel that family, to feel that friendship and fellowship. And so it's great to hear, you know, uh, I, I sitting here thinking about it, you know, if uh, depending on uh, what we're doing, I might even attend next year because this just sounds like something that I, you know, you really want to be a part of, something that you want to be a, a member of. And, and those home-delivered meals, So many were delivered that day. I think that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand is how many individuals in Sheridan depend upon the hard work of those in the kitchen, the hard work of those individuals who jump in that car and deliver those meals every single day. Uh, How many home-delivered meals did you say were delivered that day? Uh, between 250 to 300, which is you know a wow. normal a normal day uh, of what we would have with people meals that are being delivered. You know, on an average day, usually about 200 to 250, maybe a little over, go out the back door. So that's it's just incredible. Um, now, do you have enough delivery drivers uh, to really meet that need? You know, uh, that's a great question. Uh, You know, we have a great group of drivers that are very committed, but we're always looking for additional volunteers uh, and people that are willing to pick up routes. As Sheridan uh, County has continued to see growth, uh, the amount of seniors that have moved here and just the population as it has aged, there's greater need. And so we have routes that have grown and are needing to be divided into multiples uh, so that it's, you know, they can be done in an hour and it doesn't take long for the drivers to be able to complete those than what they have available. Uh, so, yeah, we're always looking for folks to be able to do it. Um, they can contact us here at the Hub, 307-672-2240, and ask for our uh, volunteer coordinator, and Marcy would be happy to help walk them through that process. You know, and uh, the, the, to have drivers and backups and people that can step in are always greatly appreciated.
And you know, folks, if you live out there in Sheridan and you got some free time, maybe you've got yourself a van, the kids have moved on to college, you need a reason to have that van. You can throw food in there and deliver it to our seniors there in Sheridan. Meredith, how has attendance been on the daily basis? Um, I know that uh, the hub was kind of real slow to get the grind going again after COVID. How's everything going? You know, <clears throat> Floyd, we're still slowly growing. Um, our our in our in building numbers, say for congregate meals or activities, we're still not back to our pre COVID numbers yet. Um, but we're we're getting there, and so I think you know the the message that we want to send is. We're open. We want to see, you know, we want to see our people again. Um, and and we are still, you know, doing different things to extra cleaning, different things like that to make sure that, you know, it's a safe environment. Um, but, yes, I mean, we're, we're steadily growing, but still not back to pre-COVID numbers. And with the environment right now, <laughs> with the, the different variants that are still continuing to plague us, um, it's, it, it, this has kind of become the new normal, hasn't it? I, I don't think COVID's oh, going sure. anywhere anytime soon. No, no. And, and aside from just COVID, I mean, there's flu, there's just the cold and, you know, especially with some of our population, you know, those things can definitely be more detrimental than, than just say an average, you know, a normal person. It can, it, it would definitely affect some of our people more, even just, just a common cold. So, so definitely, you know, we try to be very mindful of that and keeping people safe and well is always our first priority. Absolutely. Now, are there any positions available down at the Hub if somebody's out there listening right now and they're like, you know what, this is someplace that I would love to work at? Um, Ryan, I'm going to pass that to you. Yeah. You know, there are there are several opportunities that we do have open, um, and we are continually uh, posting new opportunities on, on our website as well. Uh, we have um, opportunities presently for a grants coordinator, which would be a full-time position helping us with our grants that we receive from both the federal government, the state government, and from local foundations. Uh, it's a key position as so many of our programs are reliant upon upon uh, the grant funding that we receive. Um, so it would be uh, the grants coordinator, and then we're looking for, um, uh, we have a posting for a meal hostess uh, for our Tongue River Valley site that meets at the Tongue River Valley Community Center. Um, and if people are interested, they can go to the hubsheridan.org, and there is a link under who we are to employment, and it shows all of the positions as they're open right there. Now, when it comes to some of the programs that are out there, one thing that I've always really enjoyed about the Hub is the ability for folks who still have a lot of mobility to join into a program and retain that mobility. Can you tell me about Happy Feet? Uh, and I, I believe, Ryan, would this fit into your, your wheelhouse? You know, it doesn't exactly. Um, that would be under our fun and wellness area, which our fun and wellness area has, oh, man, um, 
so many activities that are that are going on uh, in various ways in terms of maintaining movement and health and well-being of, of our seniors. Um, uh, outdoor recreation starting in January, there's snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. Uh, daily there are exercise classes that range from uh, restorative yoga to a little more advanced yoga to chair-based exercises um, and just about everything in between. And again, you know, for those individuals out there who who either maybe you've got to go to physical therapy, this would be a great way to help subsidize some of that. Um, now, when it comes to other creative projects, I, I was looking at the calendar this morning. I'm quite curious about some of this stuff. What is the T-shirt yarn recycling project? That is a program that we presently have where they are taking old t-shirts and they are basically stripping them and making them into yarn that they're using to crochet um, or braid Amish rugs and project uh, and other various projects um, so that you know the, that was the first class where they made the yarn was last week uh, today at one we're uh, supposed to have uh, the second part of that class where they're going to learn to make Am- Amish braided rugs with those same t-shirts with that those balls of t-shirt yarn that they made um so here's to hoping that we are still able to go forward with that but if we're not able to because of the weather then we will reschedule some of those things i know the talk we had with the community land trust that was scheduled uh for today uh has been rescheduled to december 27th at 10:30, and so because of the weather we're making plans for some of those things to be moved Absolutely. Uh, even if we can get the facility open, which I imagine you have, uh, you know, some some of the clientele might not be able to to get out of the driveway just yet. Correct. Now, uh, is there any way that we can help with something like that? Uh, do you guys need more T-shirts, or when you have a program like that? Do we send out a call, or is a lot of this material actually taken from, uh, say, like the overstock of Urban Thrift? You know, <clears throat> that's a great um, – that's actually a great idea, Floyd. We actually don't – I don't think we ever thought about taking some of those um, T-shirts and things that we don't sell and, and donating them. So that is definitely something that we're going to talk about. Um, but I know when um, Lisa Wells and Amanda Munford, who are our fun and wellness leaders um they are great at getting the word out you know social they do a lot of social media um but just talking they're just all over the hub when people are there and so they're great at getting the word out and um and we you know our our patrons are great at it too they are wonderful at sharing um information and they're not afraid to ask people for things so it's we definitely have a good communication circle Absolutely, and I, I want to uh, send more credit over to Lisa Wells. Her attitude alone <laughs> is enough to inspire me. <laughs> you know, every time she oh, comes onto the show, sure. I feel like I should join them for a run or something. She's just <laughs> so know. amazing about getting people excited about these things. Uh, she really is. She really is. Now, if some younger folks now. Th- One thing that uh, I've really tried to push here on the show is that the Hub isn't just a senior facility. The Hub is a community facility. It's for everybody. 
have Meredith, have you started to see younger folks come through the door and take part in these amazing programs? You know, I would say on some of the um, outdoor activities that that they do, you know, the hikes and um, last summer they went up and did um, canoeing. Um, And I would say some of those, there are some younger people that go and Lisa has a, you know, a group that she works with and, you know, to kind of plan and then also help facilitate those activities. So, so we are seeing that. Um, But I would also say we're getting more, younger people coming in just for meals. You know, we have our grab and go, which is a wonderful place to come in and just get a really delicious cup of coffee and a nice sandwich or salad. And it's quick and it's easy. And so we definitely see a lot of um, business people coming in on their lunch break because it's, it's quick and easy. So, so I would say, yes, we're, we're definitely getting a mix of generations in our, in our building and in our activities and things. And see, that's fantastic to hear because when it comes to generations sitting down together, uh, telling each other stories, you know, uh, with some generations, there's such a cultural type of gap that I love to see, you know, I love to see them coming together and talking, developing those things and realizing that we're all much more alike than uh, we originally think we are and i'd yeah, love I, to hear that kids are going down there for lunch go ahead ryan please well and we have a new program that we've just started up uh, partnering with uh, the bighorn elementary school um with one of the staff members uh that and and lisa in fun and wellness to where they will be doing an adopt a grandparent pen pal project to where they'll be oh. writing letters back and forth uh, beginning this month in december and through the spring and then it'll culminate in the spring with us uh taking those participants from here at the hub that have been writing these pen pal letters to Bighorn Elementary School for a picnic uh, with those students. Uh, so it would be a time to be able to share personal interests and stories and, and pictures and just to be able to make these connections in an intergenerational way that I think is really meaningful and, and really powerful for both the children that will be involved and for the, the clients and the seniors we have here at the hub. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think that that sounds like a fantastic program. Um, who came up with that idea? That's brilliant. I think Lisa and Amanda are the ones that have kind of spearheaded it here at the Hub and, and are really pushing and running with that. You know, bridging that generational gap, something that I've always really, really wanted to happen. Now, what are some other steps that the organization has taken to, to make these younger generations aware of these programs, these activities, uh, things that they can do right there at a community center that they have in their own city. You know, Meredith. one of the things, yes, sorry. <laughs> one of <laughs> no, the things good. that we, that we want to do um, in this coming year, then we have our urban thrift store and it's right on main street and we have such a diverse clientele that comes in there, but Thrifting is something that, you know, uh, the younger generation has really um, taken taken a liking to. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of cool right now. And so what we really want to do is use that store um, as a way to share the message about the hub and talk about the programs at the hub. And I think that's going to really um, 
help in kind of bridging that gap and and getting some of those younger folks aware of what we do and aware of of what's offered and that it is for them as well. Um, also giving them maybe opportunities to to volunteer if they want. Um, but yeah, just just really using that store as a a communication vehicle as well as you know just a a revenue generator for the hub. Absolutely. And I do want to comment that uh, the hub and and urban well urban thrift is is hands down my fa- my daughter's favorite store in Sheridan. Um, you know, she's 18 years old and I can remember her walking out to go to school one day and I looked at her outfit and thought you could have walked out of the 1980s. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. these kids they're fantastic about, uh, you know, giving these, these older clothes this new energy. And once again, I'm going to touch on that idea that we are all much more alike than, than we want to admit sometimes. Yep. But, you know, the one thing I can't find are shirts with big collars. I don't know if the uh, polyester <laughs> that it was all made out of just uh, – <laughs> Doesn't doesn't stand the test of time or what the deal is. Where's all the leisure suits? That's what I. <laughs> the great question, Floyd. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that just if, wasn't if a thing in Sheridan. <laughs> maybe it wasn't. I, I, the only leisure suit I've been able to find was actually somewhere in Nebraska. Uh, so I do own one, but I would like to own more than that. Now, uh, what are some programs that are that are happening this month? So we have our watercolor winter art show uh, from the watercolor class that we have that that operates here, uh, uh, December nineteenth through the twenty third. That will be uh, they will be uh, exhibiting those pieces done by the artists that that participate in that class here in the hub. Um, we actually on the first and second of December we had a really fantastic Christmas show um, by the Hubcaps, our rock and roll choir, and the band that accompany them, the Lugnuts. Um, kind of a funny play on the the name of the Hub, um, and so that was a really well attended, and we were almost standing room only on the first and second. And they will be back starting to rehearse on the seventeenth of January. So I know we're a little bit out, about a month out, but I think I'd be remiss if I didn't. Say that they are starting rehearsals again in January uh, and would love to have people join them in that. Um, again, and then January 3rd, we have a beaded bells class where they'll be making bells out of beads with Ginger Morris, who is a local artist from here in Sheridan. So, uh, and then as I said earlier, the community talk uh, with Community Land Trust uh, has been rescheduled to the 27th, um, and those are always really well attended with the, by the community members here, um, as uh, Carrie Edinger from the Community Land Trust does a really fantastic job with those topics. You know, she really does, Ryan, and and she's so smart. And she, the the topics that uh, are chosen, I don't know if she chooses them or if, if it's kind of a group thing, but they explore parts of history, local history, right there in Sheridan, that aren't uh, really discussed too much, you know, but share such a rich history in the development of the community that we currently live in. Now, when it comes to doctors talks. How often do you have various doctors from the community come in and speak on these things, Ryan? 
Uh, usually we have uh, about one doc talk a month. Uh, so the next one will be December 15th, uh, which is a presentation and device cleaning by SMH Audiology. Um, and then we have a foot and ankle surgeon coming in January, and then GI health with uh, um, Dr. Schomber in the cafe in February. So usually we try to have one about one of those a month just to be able to provide information on health and well-being along uh, with, with great information for the clients. Now, the information that they talk on, is that given to you by clients, or is that something that the doctors say, you know what, I'm going to talk about this this month? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Dr. Chris Chamber from Sheridan Memorial Hospital um, is the one that helps to organize the series and, and picks the topics and then helps us to source the, the other doctors that are offering the areas that are their particular areas of expertise. Meredith, if, uh, if someone out there is wanting to volunteer... Oh, well, that's the music. I'm not in studio right now. I didn't get the signal. I want to thank both of you for coming on the show this morning. Thank you for all that you do for seniors in our community. And uh, be safe out there. Thank Thanks, you, Floyd. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust is excited to announce the First Federal Community Commitment Program. Each week for 52 weeks starting in January, First Federal will select a Sheridan County nonprofit who will receive $1,000 in cash, plus Sheridan Media will match that with a marketing budget. You can find an entry form at any First Federal Bank location or online at efirstfederal.bank. If you've received a donation from First Federal in the last three years, you're automatically entered into the drawing. Community Commitment, presented by First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media. Member FDIC. Hi, this is Dan Marshall at Captain Clean, and we offer free HVAC cleaning estimates. According to the U.S. Department of Energy, 25 to 40 percent of the energy used for heating or cooling a home is wasted. Contaminants in your HVAC system cause it to work harder and shorten the life of your system. Call for your free estimate and start saving money today by making your system more cost-effective and reducing how hard it has to work to maintain your home's temperature. Captain Clean, 672-0726. Affordable choices for healthy living. Moss Holders Design Center wants to make your Christmas shopping fun. From now until December 23rd, Moss Holders will be giving away gift certificates each and every day. Every day, Moss Holders will be putting a different category of furniture on sale, too. Up until December 23rd, you can save on mattresses, recliners, sofas and sectionals, bedroom, dining, accessories, and more. Stop by Moss Holders to see what's on sale today and enter for your chance to win up to a $500 gift certificate. That's Moss Holders Design Center Christmas Sale. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. K-R-O-E.